0: Americans dead from COVID-19, each a life, each a tragedy, but how do you even begin to wrap your head around a number like that? It's an enormous cost that we can only try to put into perspective, so let's do that. That many people can fill the largest football stadium in America and then almost fill it again fill Madison Square Garden in New York City 10 times over. It might be a shock to hear that more Americans have died of COVID-19 than Americans perished in World War I and Vietnam combined. Now let's compare 200,000 deaths to other pandemics. The deadliest pandemic in US history was in 1918. About 675,000 Americans died from the Spanish flu a little over a year just under 200,000 Americans during October of 1918 alone most recently at the height of the AIDS pandemic in the early 1990s roughly 43,000 people died each year this year covid is the third biggest killer in the united states behind heart disease and cancer the next closest is accidents which includes car accidents construction accidents and more flu deaths are way below that number. The numbers can fluctuate quite a bit, but since 2010, on average, about 37,000 Americans died of the flu each year. So COVID-19 has killed more than five times as many. It may be a daunting number when we think of a massive crowd, but it's important to remember each death is an individual. In fact, across the country, it's one in 1,651 Americans. That number changes depending on where you live. In Texas, one in every 1,987 people has died. But some cities have been hit particularly hard. In Los Angeles, one in 1,593 have died. And the Big Apple has been hit extremely hard. One in every 351 New Yorkers has died of COVID. Do you know 351 people? and how far past this grim milestone might we go. Another wave will depend on how the school year progresses, how states continue to open up and how the winter months will impact spread. Of course, we're also waiting for that effective vaccine. In the meantime, please do what you can to slow the spread and stay healthy.
1: So, um, that was today, that was today, today it's, um, September 19, U.S. COVID-19 death toll surpasses like 200,000, um, Today um the news on the NBC News. Um I read an article by Erica Edward and Denise Chaw. So he said in the parade hour of the March like 30s, like remember Deborah Burks stepping in front of uh, of the camera on the White House lawn and made an alarming prediction about the coronavirus, which had by then killed fewer than 3,000 people in the United States. Um, Savannah said, if we do things together, we, we will almost perfectly we can get in the range of 100,000 100, to 200,000 fatalities. Burke's coordinator of the White House Cor- Coronavirus Task Force told NBC and today's show. And Savannah replied to her, she said, we don't even want to see that she added before Godric cut her off. So I know, but you kind of take my breath away with that, she said to her, because what I hear you saying is that sort of the best case scenario, the best case scenario, Brooks' reply would be 100% of Americans doing precisely what is required on saturday today today 19 the prediction come true came true as the number of lives lost to covid-19 is there in the us top top like 200,000 um expert like dr tom Friedman, former director of the center for disease control and prevention said it said it didn't have to be this way and ten of thousands of people would not have died if the U.S. response had been more effective, Fredman said. Um, Also, Michael, director of the Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy at University of Minnesota, said Burke's prediction in late March was very sobering. That was the time, and he said to develop and implement a plan to stop, at least slow the spread of the virus. Um, then that it didn't happen then, and it has happened since where it's our national national plan. He's ha- he asked, how far, how we this far along and we don't have one. We we have a long way to go, and indeed, um, the country still faces many challenges in in overcoming the pandemic, and including agreeing on even the most basic facts. And Americans are still fighting over whether to wear masks, whether to whether the virus is serious, and to what extent it's safe to reopen certain. Businesses and to resume certain activity. In short, um, 100% of American government officials, included, still aren't doing precisely what is required. And another ominous production. Now, um, many experts are making another ominous prediction a surge in the number of new infections in the fall and the winter combined with a growing fatigue over social distancing and other public health measures, could result in more than 415,000 deaths in the U.S. by January, according to the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation, or IHME, at University of Washington. So, the prediction comes comes even as the doctors are growing more adept at a trading patient and clinical trial are fighting the that treatment like um rem or d can help, and as the pandemic has spread, he has moved into a younger, healthier population who are less likely to die from. COVID nineteen um the the IHME projection are by far known to set in is stone change in 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 human behavior such as a has increased adherence to wearing masks can bring the number down considerably said the director of HIMME Dr. Christopher Murray a professor of health metric science at the university but the experience of other countries have shown that as the pandemic wears on public complacency is a real concern um we have seen it in a very big way in the parts of here for example where lack of vigilance is leading already to a big uptick, he Morey said. Um, the HIME model is one of the several that the city used to track the evolution of the pandemic, and but he has faced its share of skepticism, and the model often included a high degree of uncertainty and it was criticized by early on for underestimating the number of death national ride. In April, for example, the IHME model projected that the death toll in the U.S. through August could be 60,415, although the prediction included a wide range to account for uncertainties and early in the pandemic. Moray said um, that the model is constantly being refined to provide a more accurate scenario, but that the most researchers in the modeling community had been warning for months that the pandemic could have a serious death toll. It's the type of insight, Maury said, that makes the 200,000 death milestone all the more frustrating. There is no obviously something pretty depressing about the whole drama has it unfolds. he said. It's sort of like a train wreck that we know is unfolding and people keep grasping for some idea that it's not that bad. 200,000 who didn't expect to die. For those who loved ones have died, such complacency is like a daily kick in the teeth. Um, for example, Nicole Atcherson of Goodlet- Goodstead Vale in Tennessee lost her father from car 82 to COVID in April. Atcherson said that since then, people around her have questioned whether the pandemic is real or have suggested that her father was already frail or sick before he came infected with the virus. Um, He said my dad could work most of any three years old. She said people are just not grasping that this is a big deal. Um, Dr. Wesley Eli, a professor of medicine and critical care at Vanderbilt University Medical Center in Nashville, Tennessee called the 200,000 hundred a benchmark of sadness. Um, this is 200,000 people who didn't think they were going to die this year. And COVID, COVID has killed people all ages and all races and all political affiliation. And they included a veteran emergency medical technician with the New York de- Fire Department a pastor in Texas, a nurse in South Carolina, children who have succumbed to the rare inflammatory complication of a disease called MIS-C. State currently logging the biggest number of daily COVID-19 deaths are California, Florida, and Texas. By far, the state with the most deaths Total is New York, with just over thirty-three thousand hundred has of Saturday today, and Dr. Hugh Cassier felt he was facing a tsunami of grave, gravely ill COVID-19 patient when New York was at, at its peak of cases in March and April. He led the COVID intensive care units in North Shore University Hospital, part of the North's Well Health in Long Island. The coronavirus presented the new challenges even for veterans ICU physicians. There were a multitude of deaths every single day, no matter the best they could possibly do, Cassia said. It was an overwhelming professionally and emotionally and but not all the patient made it to the ICU. Um, as you know, that's an extra of a article today on New York Times about the milestone of the of the COVID 19 of the COVID death toll is, is staggering, and also today in Wall Street see Wall Street Journal, they, we have one article by John Kemp. Death toll from COVID nineteen pandemic extend far beyond virus victim. So this article is very interesting because they they even though you have some people they have I'm not an expert but I just worry about. The country about friends, family, and fellow citizens about his responsibility of our government and um, the bad government is how he affects so many people because he didn't take this seriously. Now we're dealing with the death of the Justice Ginsburg, now they all focus on, on her. Because she passed away yesterday. As you might know. But the government. They focus on a replacement. Because even though she begged them. Postmodern. She left a paper. She said she want um, the new. President to. Pick a new justice. But they don't care about it. I just. On my phone. I just got a. um A brief. um From the. We can use that the guy and the white house want to pick somebody next week okay today let's keep, let's focus on that article by john camp today from from the washington street journal and also if you like watch today news all over the news then i even nobody's focused on that a couple paper because they're numb to it because they don't care. Because, I don't know. That's why it's so scary when they get an urgency like that. State of emergency like that. Health crisis in the country. Nobody cares. It makes you scared for your own life. Because who cares? Something happened to you. Nobody cares. That's what happened. So, let me read the paper. Because those people, they're able to explain more better than me. Because they they... They get access, they, they they can call a researcher, they they know how to find information. So they know me. I'm just reading to people all over the world. We're able to we not able to have uh, access to all such information. And while you're driving, you can listen to me read the article to you so you don't have to read it yourself. I'll do my best to state all the all the sources so you isn't that my work? So they—that's Washington Journal work. Yeah, they say the um researchers are fighting growing evidence that the COVID-19 pandemic's deadly reach is stretching far beyond people who die from from the coronavirus infections, from Alzheimer's disease death to the fatal heart attacks. And federal data showed death in 2020 have exceeded those on previous years. In numerous categories, like doctor and health researchers say that the fatalities reflect the way the pandemic has simplified stress and financial strains while causing many people to avoid hospital for fear of infection. For fear of infection. Um. For a long period of time, there, were, there, there was a pretty dramatic drop off in ER visits, elective surgery, screenings, things that Americans do all the time to keep themselves healthy," said Tom Englisby, who directs the Center for Health Security and at John Opskin University. Um, "The effects are piled up. This." The Center for Disease Control and Prevention has tracked thousands of deaths this year beyond expected level 4 conditions that also included hypertension, strokes, and diabetes. And physicians say the surge was especially notable in the spring. When the pandemic hit the New York and other parts of the Northeast hard, Some of these additional deaths were probably caused by COVID-19 but not recorded as such on the death certificates but other likely represent and direct fallout from pandemic said Robert Anderson, Chief of Mortality Statistics Branch at the CDC National Standard for F for health statistics. Um she said we had we had no experience with these sort of things really. Anderson said regarding the regarding the pandemic and the more we can learn about how things played played out here and how the virus impacted mortality not just directly but indirectly in can help us. God forby we have another one of these so the CDC estimates there were somewhere between about 202,000 and 263,000 excess deaths in the U.S. this year through the late August measure against the death from 2017 through 2019 and the U.S. by that point had almost um 188,000 non COVID 19 deaths, according to John Opskin. In New York City, the citywide death count surged by 35,000, and most recent fiscal year for exceeding like 12,142 confirmed and 46,25 probably virus related deaths. Authorities said. It's Thursday and also um if you want to have the this article today which published in New York Times Walsh Journal you can check it online now right now I'm reading it to you so if, if you want to have it and that's the best way to look for it but I just I just want to keep people focused on that okay also, I'm continuing reading the the same article I was talking about by John, by John Camp. He said um, researchers are still trying to understand these gaps between total pandemic-related death and those caused by coronavirus infection, including how many actual COVID nineteen-related deaths were undercounted. This could take years to unpack as scientists learn more about COVID nineteen and wade through. Inconsistencies in how the certificates are filled filled out. Researchers also say there may also some positive lockdown-related effects that that improve health, such as a reduced air air pollution. Um. Also, researcher from Boston University, Robert Rudd, Johnson Foundation. And University of Pennsylvania used data from about 900 countries, were presenting most COVID death to estimate that 20% of excess death between February 1 and late August were linked to something other than COVID-19. And this death is hit hard in communities with low socioeconomic status and high percentage of Black American Black residents and Researchers found that the work hasn't been peer-reviewed or published yet, and among Alzheimer's and dementia patients, the the city recorded about 200,000 overall U.S. deaths this year, up more than 20, 27,000 when measured against the death average for five of years. Um, the increase ha- highlights um, health high factors like isolation and disruption in care, f- when nursing home lockdown further compromise fragile patients for Alzheimer's, dementia, and several other medical conditions. The CDC examined most of the death certificates don't list COVID-19. Anderson from CDC said. So um, the CDC has counted about sixteen thousand more deaths from hypertension and about ten thousand more than diabetes through late August compared to the recent five years average. These are two area doctors expected they were missed COVID nineteen deaths. Also they they also say interruption and in care could have taken a toll. And the American Diabetes Association cited survey evidence from June showing a quarter of people with diabetes were rationing supplies like insulin and testing strips while they endure the high than average unemployment. So diabetes is a very resource intensive disease to manage both from the resource in the healthcare system and the resources in the home, said Katerina Kefi, Chair of Population of Quantitative Health science. At University of Massachusetts Medical School in Worcester, Massachusetts, she and other researchers examined a rise in death and war sister this spring, when the pandemic was accelerating. They found that they found they found only a fraction of COVID-19 death accounted for the increased hospital visit for common emergency decline, a sign that researchers believe show people were avoiding visit and raise the risk they could die at home. And a late spring survey commissioned by the American Heart Association found 20, 28% of Americans experiencing a heart attack or stroke preferred to stay at home than risk infection in a hospital. And CDC has reported more than death in this year linked to corona, corona, coronary problems and strokes while also estimating a 42% decline in emergency department visits at you know, U.S. hospital during the 4 weeks period this spring. Um, Mike Morris, a lieutenant with Paramedics Division of Denver Health, a safety net hospital in the city, who noticed the Rising number at home, cardiac arrest this spring while working at 911 call center. D- these sudden, often deadly events can follow heart attacks. Follow-up research showed up the jump occur after social distancing measures were implemented. Um, I feel that. Perhaps some people were less likely to call 911 and go to the hospital due to the pandemic situation, he stated. Um, physicians say the care of wardens problem has appeared to improve since the pandemic spring surge, and as they urge people to continue seeking help for emergency, the Heart Association, for example, has don't die of doubt. Campaign on the way telling people to call 911 at the first sign of heart attack or stroke. Medical intervention, both from for both problem, can save lives and le- lessen damage when done fast enough. Doctors say, um, health authorities, um, say they are all the area of concern. A recent Wall Street Journal analysis found many large. U.S. counties are seeing a rise in fatal drug overdose this year, amplifying a health crisis that was already worsening before the pandemic began. Um, They are also worried about pandemic-related stress, increasing depression, and the risk of suicide. suicide, suicide. An anecdotal report from medical examiner and coroner, a pointing to increases this year through so, there is no national data yet, said Anderson from CDC. Um still it isn't a foregone conclusion suicide will rise, said Jim Hark V, Friedman Vice, President of Research of at the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention, which along the other group released a recent survey showing people were more open to discussing. Mental health because of pandemic. Um, the pandemic's impact is expected to last long after hope for vaccine is developed. Delayed care for issues like diabetes or heart problem could degrade people's health over a long time. Physicians say oncologists are concerned about missed cancer screenings leading to more advanced stage cancer that might be found f- be found late. I think it's has a perfect storm is a term of disruption that has bad outcome both now and indefinitely said william kent's chief medical and scientific officer at the american cancer society yeah that was a long article because they got side effect people people are refuses to go to the hospital because they, they they worry they might get infected because of the carelessness of some medical facility as you might know um I'm not an expert I'm an observator, I observe, I read, I do research, and now it that concerned me a lot because when when they get so so many carelessness in our in our medical system in our society and our community so Nobody's safe though. So today, today is a just a, I was like surfing the web as usual, looking for topic, looking for stuff to discuss, looking for the topic for my um, podcast. But I stumbled on this article, it grabbed my attention. Can you believe two hundred thousand people? yeah 200,000 people now the covid-19 soup now become the third largest killer of american it's unbelievable it's unbelievable i hope um as soon as soon as soon get a new president they should start working on that issues and fire resolution I don't know I don't know yeah it's Saturday a little chilly today and one best thing about today is the the sky is clear out today and really nice We actually, last week, I wasn't able to see outside at all for a week. Now, the sun is come up. The air pollution is diminished really good extensively. And also, we can see the sun. The sun, the sun, the sun. Yeah, the sun. We can see the cloud. We can see the blue sky. It's a blessing. But I stay home. I stay home until next week like like probably monday go back to the gym go back to my regular work but i just want to um focus on that today and urging you two guys to take care of yourself take care of your family make sure you're safe and you stay healthy i know around around the country they get so many people Oh, like in Florida, Florida, Florida. I used to live there. They got a bunch of people went to the Target and stopped protesting masks and put everybody at risk. And the saddest thing about it, I saw a bunch of little kids. They just followed the adult because they acting stupid. Not the kids, but the adult they follow. But it was sad to see. It was really sad to see. So um, yesterday I uh, um I just I recorded a podcast just to update about the podcast today, about what I've been doing, but also, also is, I want to remind you four state in the four state right now, the the early voting are on the way. I'm urging you to plan to do that if you live in those states and plan to vote on um, your conscience and vote for the survival of this democracy and for the health of your family. So, I don't know. I might do a podcast almost every other week until the election. And also, I saw the, the protests are back on the streets of Portland not only in Portland and Louisville and around the country, people are back on the streets. So that's a good thing. So have a good weekend. Stay safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. And take care of your community. Bye-bye.